Hey guys, welcome back to Next Level Health and Crypto. We're talking about health, we talk about crypto, but as of late, I have been talking a lot more sports because it is the NFL season, and one of my favorite things to do every week is to bet on the spreads because I think they're super interesting, way more interesting than the money lines because there's so much that can go into whether a team covers or not. I'm love it. I nerd out on about it. I nerd about I nerd out on it. Excuse my language there. And I want to give you guys, before I introduce my guest that I have on the show today, that I'm going to be going head-to-head with on NFL spreads week four, I do want to talk about my results from last week, which was probably my best week by far. I went 11-2-2. I only lost two spreads. I pushed on two, and I had 11 winners. Definitely probably the best I've ever done. Sorry, Justice, who was my guest on the last one. I did defeat you. Justice didn't do too bad himself. He went 8-5-2. We both pushed two, but again, I got the dub on that one. So officially, I'm 1-0-1. Oh, I still need to find it. I still need to listen to my podcast I did with Tyler Brandt because I lost the paper that I keep track of everything. So I'm going to have to listen through that to find the results for me and him, which I still need to do. But as of now, I've won one. I pushed one. I tied Troy Sheridan in week one. So I'm going head-to-head versus my guest this week, Giuseppe Ramazzini. It's been a friend of mine. Thanks for having me, man. Long time. OG right here. Giuseppe, <laughs> obviously, this is the first time I think you're on my pod. So if you yeah. want to talk to the fans, the NFL fans out there, give them, like, you know, what's your favorite NFL team and maybe some things about you, get to know you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, grown here, California, Sacramento, um, always the closest team to me. Um, and when I grew up watching um, the – now the Las Vegas Raiders, but when I started at the Oakland Raiders, so they're my my favorite team, which um, tells you a little bit about me and and the pain that I suffer and the the depression that I go through. But <laughs> <laughs> you're also a Sacramento Kings fan, so and I'm a Sacramento Kings fan, which we just came off of a super high, uh, making the playoff after a 16 year drought. So that was cool. That was that was a big. Big win, and even in a in a gambling sense, I put a an earlier bet on that game too, and was turned out to be a big win too. So looking forward to the basketball season, having a great time with the football season, loving that we're betting on all these games and um, just able to dive deep into the spreads and dive deep into the games. It's, <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. Let's just yeah, this try guy, to this guy is, have another week I, like I, you, right? Eleven not, and two. Yeah, I have not. I used to sports gamble with actual money a lot more in the past. I haven't done it in a while. I do this more for fun, but I do kind of want to get into it a little bit. And this guy I'm talking to is every week putting down bets like a degenerate, but I love it. (laughs) You know, you got a big big win. I don't, you obviously, if you don't feel comfortable giving out specific numbers, I understand that you had a big win predicting the Kings would win the division last year. Yeah. Did you put that trade yeah. in before the year started? Or I put that bet. I put that bet in um early November. Early November. So the season had just started. A couple weeks in, the Kings were kind of middle of the pack, weren't doing great. Um, but there were just a lot of things going that way. 
that it just felt like it was going to be the king's season for the division. I mean, Draymond Green had punched Jordan Poole. There's Rocky Waters over there with Golden State. You had all the stuff with the owner in Phoenix, Arizona, with the ownership getting switched out because there were some comments that he got into and stuff that he made um, with the Clippers. You just had Kawhi Leonard always hurt with Paul George and it was kind of always dysfunction with Russell Westbrook going there. And then the Lakers were kind of a, a kind of a mess until the end of the season and started making, making some waves, but really didn't, didn't really do too much in the playoffs, but it just felt like, man, the Kings, the Kings have it this year. Mike Brown was going to take us to at least the playoffs and we won the division, cashed that bet in. I wish I could have cashed the bets for Western conference champions and, NBA champions, that would have been. <laughs> that would have been. Wild. I'm mad I didn't but, put money down because I was saying from the beginning of the year, before the year even started, I said Nuggets title. It was a no brainer for me. I wish I put some money down on that because they obviously cruised to a title. Totally. Just like cruised to a title. But again, it been a it's lot much time. different when you actually got money on the line. I mean, this stuff is fun, there's no real risk. But yeah, once there's real money at play, that's when your emotions really take over. As as you know, on this channel, I, I do day trading. And so I experience that on a regular basis where I'm risking my own capital, actual dollars. And it's an emotional totally. game. So I feel I feel like trading, studying trading has actually helped me pick spreads more because I'm more I'm more aware of when a line is going too far a certain direction. I kind of know like in trading, it happens where there'll be a big move in a certain direction. And I'll typically, I, when I was a young trader, I would just be like, I would FOMO emotionally into that. Oh my gosh, I got to sure. get in. It's gonna going to keep going higher. It. Now I know as a seasoned trader, that's when I'm actually looking to do the opposite of what everyone else is doing. So I feel like as a, as it's helped me with my spreads because when I do spreads, watch, I'm going to like probably suck this week after I say this, because I do <laughs> tend to like think more of, okay, what is everyone else thinking Right. Because Vegas, the point of Vegas, they're trying to take money. They're trying to win. Right. They're trying to beat everybody. Totally. So they're trying to, like, capitalize on people FOMOing into teams that had a good week or had a bad week. And they want to push it a certain direction because they know. know it's going the opposite. They always know. They know. They, they always the know. So I've, I they tend to think screen. more where are we where are we giving teams too much credit and where are we giving not giving teams enough credit? that they're banking off people being emotional about those two sides when my, so my, my big winner, I, I picked the Cardinals to cover the last three weeks and they have all, they have covered for me every time because the beginning of the year, everyone was saying they were terrible. I was seeing memes on Instagram about they're God awful. They're going to be the worst team in the NFL. And I just thought yeah. the, the trader in me went something's, if everyone thinks they're going to be bad, I think, yeah. I think they play, they, they, they get paid to bad. play football too, right? They get yeah, I love watching uh, him. He's Josh very compact there. Very impressed. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking really good. Let's jump right into this. See if I can fast. continue my success against Giuseppe here, the seasoned sports gambler. All right. Let's jump into game one. I mean, we missed the Packers lines, unfortunately. So I, I don't really know what I would have done with that, to be honest. The first one is going to be the London game. Which is the early game, which I'll probably miss because I'm going to be sleeping. How about you? Are you going to wake up for that game? Uh, I don't think I'll wake up for an Atlanta Falcons-Jacksonville <laughs> London game. Um, but it is a good line. Good for London. 
Usually. That's true. Usually. A home team, for whatever that's worth. All right, so I'll go first on this one. Falcons last week put up a dud against the Lions. Although the Lions are proving to be quite the team after beating the Packers today and going 3-1. and one. So they're no slouch. The Jaguars, I, they've, they've struggled. They struggled out of the gate. They looked bad last week. They barely, they barely hung on week one. They had a really lame offensive showing against the Chiefs week two. I think this. I think they bounce back here. I don't think the Falcons are very good. I think they had a had a couple lucky early wins, kind of like what I predicted. I predicted the Buccaneers and the Commanders would lose last week as well. Teams that got a couple early wins against bad teams that I think are overrated. I think Falcons are that team. I think they're still overrated. I don't think their quarterback is good. I think their playmakers are subpar. Uh, their defense is just average at best. They have a good running game. That's about it. Maybe that'll serve them well here. But I do think the Jaguars' talent wins out, and I think they cover the spread. Giuseppe, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I actually I agree. I think the Jags are going to beat them. Um, the line is what plus minus minus three. Minus um, three. Jacksonville. Minus three. Jacksonville. I think I think they they kind of beat them by maybe ten points, um, and they cover that pretty well. Um, Jacksonville is probably coming off of that loss against the Chiefs and 17 to nine, and then losing to the Texans 37 to 17. They have to, I think they're hungry, you know, um, one and two. They know they can't be one and three, especially in um, where they should be winning that division. Usually here in London, I feel like Jacksonville does well in London. Um, I don't know the stats when they're international. Um, but I feel like that's something to look for because I feel like it's usually their home game. For some reason, London or Jacksonville Jaguars are London's team. But I think I think Trevor Lawrence is going to get this win um, and try to right the ship a little bit, two and two. And then the Falcons will be two and two as well, which sounds about right. Then mm. either, you know, <laughs> the Falcons yeah. will be three and one and the, it, and the Jags one and three. The Falcons are not a three and one team. <laughs> I mean, I maybe it'll, happen. it'll be. I'll probably bet them against them again the next week if they win this week. All right, we are both in agreement be, on that I think one. That, yeah, it'll be tough. Jaguars minus three. All right, next this next one you're going to be up first, Giuseppe. We're going to switch back and forth. Yeah. Got the next Bills game. and the Dolphins, which is going to be one heck of a matchup. Bills are getting the favorite here, minus two and a half, and they are at home, which is probably where that line is coming from. Steffi, your thoughts? This is a tough game. Um, minus two and a half. Bills at home. If the Dolphins can beat Buffalo in their house, um, it's going to be a big, a big win for them. Um, Miami, I mean, coming off of 70 points against Denver, is their offense is clicking on all terms. Then the Buffalo Bills coming off 37 to three win against Washington, where Sam Howell throws four interceptions and your defense starts to click. You now have the best offense, at least last week, the best offense in the league and one of the best defenses last week in the league to going up against one another. Um, it's not super cold in Buffalo, I don't think. So that won't be a big issue for them. If it's later, if it was kind of later in the year, I think it would slide 
more towards Buffalo, but it looks like game time weather might be 62 degrees. Buffalo minus two and a half. I'm going to go Miami in this game. Okay. I'm going to go Miami. I think Tyreek Hill's speed is so fast. He's just so much faster than any other player in the league. I think Jalen Waddle is going to come out shooting. I think Tua is going to play well. I think they're going to make give Josh Allen and Buffalo a run for their money. And if anything, this is a one to two point game. I don't think um, it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a close one. And it, it might be even an under from whatever it is. I feel like it's probably going to be a high. 53 and a half rated as far as the over under of the week. Second, first or second 50, highest, I think. 53 and a half. And I think it's going to be closer to mid forties with Miami scoring three to three to four touchdowns um, and trying, trying to hold off Buffalo. All right. You heard Giuseppe there picking the dolphins. I am leaning that direction too. When I first saw the line, I kind of went in my head, my head went, why aren't the dolphins favored here? Yeah. And then I'm like, well, you know, the bills are still the bills and they're definitely getting that home field kind of now, if it was later in the year, it was cold. I feel like this home field advantage would matter more. Totally. But like you said, the weather is going to be fairly normal. I do. I have this feeling sometimes. I don't think I'm going to act on it this time where I just feel like injury prone players. Like there's a time where I just feel the sense of like, OK, now is the time they're going to get hurt. I actually predicted Jimmy G's injury last week. Not his exact injury, but I, I said on the pod, I said he's going to get hurt because it was just he's just due. He's that type of guy. Just yeah. due to get hurt. It was going to happen. And he got a concussion. So, uh, I mean, sorry, Jimmy, I guess. <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, I'm thinking, though, handsome, though, gosh, this is definitely super tough. I definitely think the Dolphins deserve to be favored here. They're they, they're the best team in the NFL, I think, in my opinion right now. Just they're they're so fast. The speed of their and they just they're, they're yeah. rookie. They got their rookie now in there. They're going to get most or they're going to get a freaking Jeff Wilson back soon, too. But could this be one of those instances where everyone is so high on the Dolphins that people are sleeping on the Bills, right? Can be. Yeah. So, I mean, the Bills just had a massive win. And I think they're better defensively, in my opinion, than than the Dolphins. I'm going to I'm gonna take the Bills here. I think it's going to be a very close game. It's going to go down to the wire. I'm going to kind of ride the idea that maybe people are a little too hot on the Dolphins. They're due for a little bit of a come down. I still think they'll win, but I, I'm hoping it'll be just a one or two point game. So I'm going to go ahead and just take the Bills here, kind of go against my initial instinct, which could could not be good. <laughs> but that is my thought. All right, next up on the docket, ooh, we got the so this is gonna be a classic matchup right here: Broncos yeah. Bears. Broncos. Bears are the home team, but Denver is getting the favorite here. That's how bad the the Bears are. Even at home, they are not getting the spread favorite. Broncos minus three and a half over the Bears. So I guess the question on this one is, who is, I mean, they're both really crappy teams. Who's both the crappiest, right? We know that the Broncos got absolutely obliterated by the Dolphins. You kind of wonder if maybe they've quit on their coaching staff to some extent. I mean, the Bears, I do, I'm still a believer in fields, maybe not in him long term, but I think if they design a, the correct game plan that involves him running and just making easy reads, I don't see why you can't get him to be serviceable 
if you just have the right play calling, take advantage of his legs. But maybe he's that bad. I don't know. I don't think he's that bad. I think people are hating on him hard. I'm going to go ahead and take the Bears here at home to cover the spread because I don't think they're quite as bad as everyone thinks they are. Yeah. The Broncos are yeah. pretty bad. I don't know. Broncos are bad, tough. too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Bears. Broncos are bad. Bears are bad. It's the, the classic game of two bad teams trying for one team not to go 0-4. Oof. Yeah, I'm taking the Bears, too. Um, I think Justin Fields isn't going to throw the ball very much, so he's just going to run the ball. I think he's just going to start <laughs> running. Um, I think he knows that he can't start 0-4, and they still might, but I think that they can cover that spread um, and have it be a, a good game, or the Bears might. I don't know. Sean Payton and the whole coaching staff in Denver must be – struggling at the moment after 70 points but i'm gonna go chicago um both teams did just get chicago embarrassed so you're both teams like killed. usually a team that gets embarrassed comes back pretty strong the next week obviously but the broncos both... got embarrassed more <laughs> so it'd be kind of crazy actually the if they chiefs, lost the chiefs again. stopped scoring you know the chiefs stopped scoring miami just kept scoring the chiefs could have probably kept scoring could have ran it up maybe 70 as well could you imagine? Now I'm, I'm second-guessing this one because I'm sort of thinking I think the talent on the Bears is better. But I am thinking, like, the like the Broncos really got humiliated. Like, if anyone's motivated to win, it's going to be the Broncos this week. We'll see. I might, have, yeah. I might change my pick on that one later. I'll have to, I'll have to let, let, let myself stew on that one for a little bit. All right, so, so far we have one disagreement, Bills-Dolphins, so far. All right, next up we have the Ravens and the Browns. The Browns are the home team in Cleveland, and they're also getting a minus three spread. G, what are your thoughts on this one? Minus three, Browns. This is going to be a tough game. Both defenses, I think Cleveland, Miles Garrett is just such a force, and you've seen probably the videos of him crossing up the center. He... He's he's maybe one of the I mean him and TJ Watt maybe the best defensive players in the league. Micah Parsons too. Um, no, um, I'm gonna uh, division battle. This is a tough one. Division battle. Lamar Jackson in Cleveland. Cleveland minus three. Amari Cooper and Deshaun Watson had a nice game last last week. Uh, Baltimore just losing to uh, this is a tough game. I I thought I'm gonna, I thought they got kind of screwed though Baltimore when they were driving in late overtime. Game, oh uh, yeah, they were driving and that was a clear a clear pass interference hold. Where he turned that guy around, grabbed his hip and turned him with no call. So with I no think call. they very well could have extended that game a little longer. I think they were I think they were near field goal range when that happened. They were driving and that kind of ki- that killed it. That might have been fourth down. Maybe that might have the fourth down play. So I, I think that call goes the other way. They might have won that game. Yeah, that's a tough. It's a, it was a close game, and so many people probably thought they should have killed the Colts too. Minshew magic, baby. I, I, I picked the Colts spread on that one, baby. They're, they're underrated, man. Gardner Minshew. People are hating on Minshew. Minshew's a solid quarterback, man. I, I'm a believer in Minshew. 
He's great. He's playing. No he's slap. playing awesome. He's looking awesome. But Cleveland, Baltimore. Cleveland minus three. Yeah. I'm going to go with something's just telling me the Browns are going to cover this. Um, I'm going to go with Cleveland minus three. Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper were clicking when Tennessee. Um, and that defense is just going to continue to stifle a Baltimore offense that everybody's getting hurt. Um, I'm going to go Cleveland minus three. Ooh, all right. Giuseppe goes the home team. I'm taking the opposite on this one. I'm taking the Ravens. I think all of the Ravens aren't sexy. They get the job done most of the time. We'd like to see them have more blowouts, have more offensive production, especially with their new coordinator. And it's been a little bit lackluster to start. But I do think they're one of those teams that do, they just, they're competitive. They're in every game. They just get wins. They grind it out. It's not sexy. It's not pretty. But they get it done. And I do think that they got screwed by that call late game. And I do think that it's possible they drive and get a field goal and send overtime and they win that game because those are the type of games that they usually win. We should be possibly looking at a 3 0 Ravens team, which could definitely change things. I, I do like Cleveland this year. They're definitely better than they were last year. Deshaun has improved, although I don't think he'll ever be the Deshaun of old, which I saw some old highlights of him on, on Instagram, and I was like, man, he used to be incredible. So we'll see how much he, he can get back. And, yes, their defense is pretty pretty amazing with Miles Garrett. I'm taking the Ravens, though, to cover on this one. I think they win as well. I think the Ravens are a really good team. I think they're going to be a 12-win team this year. They just grind it out. They just grind it out. It's a division battle. It's going to be close for sure, but I'm taking the Ravens in this one. So our second disagreement of the day so far. Next up, we got the Steelers and the Texans. The Texans are the home team, but the Steelers are getting the spread favorite at minus three. My Texans covered last week. Pretty excited about that. Let's go. They look great. CJ Stroud has had three pretty good games, right? He's he's passing with efficiency. He's not turning the ball over. I haven't got to watch too much specific film of him to see you know, how good he is exactly, but the stats show that he's a competent guy. He's got some weapons there. Tank Dell has shown out the last two weeks, looks to be the new number one. They got Nico Collins still. They got Robert. So they're, they're deep at receiver. Uh, obviously, they have a young running back, Damian Pierce, who I'm hoping you know goes off in fantasy for me this week. Come on, Damian. Come on, boy. So they've got talent offensively. Defensively, they kind of suck. <laughs> that's that's kind of their bugaboo. But I don't think that the Steelers can really take advantage of that. Their offense has been pretty pretty boring to watch. I don't know if you've watched any Steelers games, but they look not good. They look they look totally. what's, what's who's their running back we always make fun of? Their freaking guy who just runs so slow. Uh, Najee Harris. Najee Harris, man. That guy Najee is Harris, so slow. He I don't is, know why. Oh, man, he runs like so upright and it's so annoying when I watch him. Anyway, he's slow. He's terrible. I don't know why they don't give Jalen Warren more touches, but that's the Steelers for you. Um, Again, their defense is amazing. TJ Watt. That's what's kept them. That's what's that's why they've won any game so far. It's because their defense has created turnovers, has created touchdowns even. So it's possible that they do that to the Texans once again. Minus three, though. I kind of was hoping that line would be a little bigger because I do. Yeah, it's, it's right on the edge. If it was like five, four or five. Yeah, I think I will. 
have to take I feel like I have to take the Steelers to cover just from a defensive standpoint. I don't think that the Texans are there yet. And I think that they could get stifled by this good defense. CJ Stroud makes some mistakes. He's a rookie. He might get taken advantage of for a pick six. I think I'm going to take the Steelers. They're kind of one of those teams that they just grind it out. They win games, even if it's ugly as well. So I will take the Steelers to cover minus three. G, what about you? Yeah, I'll take the Texans. Plus Ooh, three. okay. Um, I I think the the Texans' run defense is a little bit better than the Raiders' defense for sure. Um, and like you said, the Steelers' offense just doesn't look that potent, um, even against bad defenses. The Raiders' defense and offenses should be well at least the offense should be good but i watched enough raider games that the defense and our secondary is always one of the worst um max crosby's great but he's one guy i think the texans are able to contain Najee harris a little bit more try to make kenny pickett throw the ball down the field kenny pickett was this first game throwing two touchdowns in a row or in one game was last week his first game ever doing that Yeah, Um, I don't think he follows it up. I think he's just going to go back to reverting back to who he normally is, which isn't a bad quarterback, but I think he'll just throw one. The anomaly is throwing two touchdowns against the Raiders, because why wouldn't he do it against the Raiders, you know? Um, I think they'll play the Texans at home, and I think the Texans are going to cover that spread. All right, they're going to – if it was minus they five. Win. I don't know if they'll win. If it was I don't minus know if they'll win, five. but I think they'll cover this. Totally. If it was It'd be a lot five, easier we'll to pick the Texans. Totally, minus but five, I think that's what they want. That's what they want. They want the casino. <laughs> <laughs> they know <laughs> the Texans might win that outright, but they want to make Ooh. it enticing enough. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the games that Vegas plays. Oof. Oh, we got another 0-3-0-3 matchup here. Ugh. Vikings, Panthers, Minnesota getting a minus four against the Panthers. What? Who's 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 starting quarterback for Carolina this this week? So I believe Bryce Young is going to be starting this week based on reports that I've seen. Even though I think they stand a better chance with Mr. Andy Dalton showing out last week, killing I it. I agree. The Red Rocket, baby. It was rifling it down. He was good, too. Like, I mean, just like he did. He like handsome, man. Like, just the beard was flowing. That looks good. Like, I need to whatever his hair guy, like stylist guy for his facial hair. I need to talk to him. Be like, what are you using? Help me out here, because he looked freaking great. So hopefully, I'll get to start again (laughs) at some point. Especially because if he plays, then Thielen is big time. Yeah. He doesn't play. Worried for Thielen from a fantasy standpoint. Separate thing. Yeah. All right. I think that you are up first on this one, Giuseppe. My Vikings yeah. minus four, Panthers at home with Bryce Young. I'm going to take Minnesota minus four. Um, the Vikings, they made me sad earlier in the season. I took a bet earlier on them, um, and it blew up in my face. But I'm going to ride with them one more time against Carolina. If Bryce Young is playing, if Andy Dalton was playing, I'd probably take Carolina having Bryce Young in the backfield. I think he's just that rookie that um, it's a tough year. It's going to be a tough year, especially in Carolina with Miles Sanders. 
he's running hard, but it seems like he kind of is getting banged up a little bit in last game too. Um, I think Justin Jefferson's going to have a nice game. I think her cousin's going to protect the ball and just deliver touchdowns. And I think they're going to, they're going to cover that minus four and potentially blow a Carolina Panther team out of the water that if you have Bryce young, it's going to be hard getting down the field. I am going to agree with you on this one as well. I, I watch Bryce Young. I've said this on a few other podcasts before. I watch him, and he just looks like a toddler back there. He does not sure. look intimidating better. in the yeah. slightest. If I'm if I'm watching game film of the Panthers, and I'm looking at this little guy, I'm thinking I'm not intimidated in the slightest. And he's not he's yeah, he's, he's athletic, but he's not that fat. He's not Kyler Murray fast. Kyler Murray yeah. was small, but he was but he has an arm lightning quick. Bryce doesn't have Bryce, that. Bryce can, Bryce can throw it though. He can sling it well. I think I think it's gonna be a he can never steal or not line, kind of. It's gonna be like jumping up, trying to like, oh come on guys, no, bend over a little bit. I gotta see. He'll he'll find the gaps. He'll find the gaps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I just yeah, I don't no, know what I, I see. Anyway, we're both in agreement there. Vikings minus four. Again, the Vikings have had just. Just everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. They've turned the ball over just an insane amount of times. Thanks, Alexander Madison, you freaking idiot, for put the ball on the ground too much, putting screwing over our fantasy teams and your own team. But it's time for you to do better. But yeah, they they their offense, they they should be killing. I mean, their defense obviously is trash, but as it has been for a long time. But their offense should be more than enough to keep up and dominate the Panthers and you got to win a game at some point. Otherwise I say they lose this game. They, they got to trade Kirk cousins away, get some yeah. value for him and kind of restart a little bit. Even if they win this game, they might have to trade Craig. <laughs> anyway. Honestly, it's probably the move. If you don't it's think that you can really win a bowl with them, you know, Jefferson's but only three, I mean, like they could go on a run. They can win the next 10 straight games. I mean, it could be that kind of season. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest if they clean up the turnovers and they just go on a run. Oh, their schedule is pretty yeah. difficult, though, from what I understand. Which, but we are in agreement there. So far, we have, I believe, three disagreements so far. All right, next up on the docket is the Rams and the Colts. Colts are the home team, and this is a dead-even spread. This is a straight pick em, money line, no spread to even think about. And I don't even have to think about this one for a second. I'm taking Rams. I think Anthony Richardson, who's going to be starting this week, is young and he's exciting and he's fun. That's great, but that doesn't win games. The the Rams are a seasoned veteran team. They have players on their teams that have won Super Bowls. They have plenty of talent, even without Cooper Cup. Their receiving core with Puka stepping up and Tutu have been incredible. Kyron has, has been pretty solid as well back there in the backfield. Obviously, you got Aaron Donald on defense. I think this is just I, – I think the Rams got – I mean, I, I think they should have beat the Bengals last week. I picked them to cover, which it was actually a push, so I, I didn't end up losing that that one. But I just think the Rams are really under really underrated seasoned veteran team with a fantastic coach, fantastic quarterback. This is an easy pick for me. Rams all day. Seppi, what about yeah. you? Yeah, no, I agree, man. Um, even is, I thought, crazy. Um, the last three games, I mean, the Rams have played the Bengals, the Niners, and the Seahawks. 
The Colts Dang. have played the Ravens, the Texans, and the Jags. Those three teams are very different three teams, you know. All of them playoff or Super Bowl winners in the last couple of years um, with the Bengals, Niners, and Seahawks compared to Ravens, Texans, Jags. I, I think Matt Stafford has a nice game. I think Puka has a good game. I think Aaron Donald has a good game. I think Anthony Richardson or Gardner Minshew is going to struggle against a Rams defense. Um, they kept it a one-score game against the Niners, who I think might be the best team in the league. They kept it three points against the Bengals, who the Bengals' defense was playing out of their mind. Um, I think I think the Rams I think the Rams win this one pretty easily. If this this would be my maybe lock of the week. Um, mm. If I could, I do think it even what do you, is is wild. As a seasoned gambler, what do you think? Like, if let's say you put a hundred down on the Rams to take this money line, what like what do you think would it be like? Bet a hundred to win seventy. Do you just win a hundred straight? Like, what do you think the betting will be? As far it would as, be almost yeah, it'd be almost even. Yeah, you bet a hundred to win maybe like ninety, maybe a, yeah, a little bit over maybe ninety five or something like that, but. It, it I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to put a put like a hundred smackaroos down on this game, and say that the that, Rams win. It might not be a bad idea. That out of the whole week, I think as far as betting goes, an even game Rams against in Indianapolis Colts. I, I it's like it's a game I shouldn't really even think about. Rams all day. Give me that. Why do you, why do you think they've like what the mind of Vegas right now? What what are they? It seems to us like crazy, and maybe we're maybe we have edge here, or maybe Vegas knows something. Maybe Vegas knows something. I think they're trying to get the people that think Indy's riding hot at the moment and are trying to bet on Indy. I think that's what they're thinking. They see the two and one, and they make it an even spread. If it was a minus for the Rams, they'd lose that for the for I think on the Indianapolis side, make it an even spread. Have some people riding with Indy, but I do think the Rams are gonna are going to show who they are and Sean, Sean McVay is going to have a good, good game. Yeah. Definitely was disappointed that the, they didn't show better against the Bengals. I really thought they would take that yeah. game, but like I said, I'm a believer. I might, I might put a decent chunk of money down on that one. All right. We got the Buccaneers and the saints. Saints are the home favorites here at minus three and a half. Seppi, you are up first on this one. Minus three and a half uh, home against the Bucks. I hate this game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jameis Winston, baby. Jameis, Jameis Winston starts. Revenge game. Revenge game in New Orleans. Is he going to eat the dub today? Is he going to eat the dub on on Sunday? <laughs> um, I'm going to go. This is a tough game, man. Um, Rashad White for the Bucks hasn't been playing well. They haven't had a run game going at all. They just the Buccaneers just played an Eagles team who's clicking on all cylinders, but 11 points on offense is tougher. Baker Mayfield offense. Mike Evans had a, some incredible catches, but um, it was just their offense just seemed lackluster, and especially in the red zone. The Saints are the same thing though. The Saints just played a Packers game. 1817 where they lose in the final seconds and then groupie miss <laughs> it's just with their car getting hurt who i i mean as a raider fan i i didn't know if i love Derek Carr anyways but yeah we have james winston you have a bet that i'm going to lose very yeah. badly 
<laughs> about Derek Carr. You're too high on Derek Carr, man. I was way too I high. I watched on a Derek lot of Carr. games of him. I watched a lot of games. <laughs> you were right. I saw that mascara running all the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, this is a tough game. This is uh, a very difficult. I'm, I mean, I guess the question is, I mean, the Bucks have. Sh- I think the Bucks have shown that they're actually pretty decent, even though they lost last week. I felt like yeah. they were. I was like, whoa, like they're a team, like an actual team. Like, yeah, okay. they, and I mean, you're playing against the Super Bowl runner-ups, you know. I mean, 25-11 isn't bad. It, the Saints have only played had played the Packers, the Panthers, and the Titans. Um, both close games against all of the games they've played. 16-15 against the Titans, 20-17 against the Panthers, 18-17 against the the Packers. You know what? Give me the Bucks. I'm going Bucks minus plus three and a half. Um, Bucks went beating beating Minnesota 2017 in week one and beating Chicago and coming off that loss. I think you're right though. Baker Mayfield is taking this team, taking taking charge. Um and I think they're gonna be the ones that maybe come out of this division on top. So I'm gonna take Tampa Bay. All right, bold pick there. I'm I'm leaning your direction. I'd say if the spread was minus three or minus two and a half, I would go Saints. But yeah, the fact yeah. that it's minus three and a half is definitely making me like, <laughs> like I do like the Saints. I do like the talent they have offensively. The defense is really good too. Their pass defense is incredible. Their defense has kept them in these games, even though their offense has been pretty lackluster, even with Carr. Right, they have not really clicked. And they also played the Panthers. Which I mean, yeah. So this is a really tough one. I'm. Man, this is probably the hardest decision I've had to make so far. Because the Saints, I do. The Saints are at home, and I feel like they have a a good home field advantage. I do feel like their defense is really good, and it's kept them in games. Winston, I guess I don't really know. The hard part for me is if not really knowing where Winston's at. I don't really know. He's kind of to me an unknown. I don't know if he's going to be better than Derek Carr. He's going to sling it. If you throw some picks or something, I don't know. Yeah. Three and a half just seems too much. Yeah. Doesn't and that's, seem, that's seems, what we're playing, right? It's just a little too seems, much. It ah, seems like just too... Like if it was minus three, I'd probably go Saints here. I'm not going to lie. This half point is killing me. I think I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with the Bucks. I just... Brian just with the big. Bucks. I see this TV. being a game that probably goes down to a last field goal to win the game. I don't I don't see this being a blowout by any stretch of the imagination on any side. It's going to be a very close battle, division battle. Yeah, I'm taking the Bucks there. Like three and a half. Convince me. <laughs> <laughs> Next up on the docket, we got the Commanders. I'm just going to call the Redskins because I can. It's my podcast. Uh, Redskins and the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Eagles are the home team, and they're getting a pretty nice spread at minus nine. Woo! Minus nine. That is okay, Eagles, minus there. nine. I am... I was pretty convinced that the Commanders were not for real after their two wins, and they got absolutely shellacked by the Commanders. I mean, sorry, by the Bills. 
as they should have. As they should have. So I guess I'm leaning to take the Eagles here just because I feel like if the Bills shellack them, I mean, surely the Eagles at home would also shellack them. And I feel like the Eagles are just kind of starting to heat up, really. Or, I mean, I would say I would say they're not even hot yet. I mean, Jalen Hurts throwing two picks last week, then, you know, barely, you know, winning their last two matchups, not by much. So they're, they're still kind of going through some weird kind of funk right now offensively. Like, when they finally get hot, like, they're going to be so good. Yeah, I think I think I'll take the Eagles to cover here. I'm not going to think too hard about it. They've got – dude, DeAndre Swift. Okay, well, here's Swift my other thoughts. Breaking. Two thoughts on that. He does look pretty awesome. Those holes that he gets to run through. Huge. I huge. mean, I know that everyone huge. says, you know, I could run through that hole. But, like, I feel like I could legitimately run through some of those holes, man. Those are just Giant. massive gaps, dude. Just – like maybe some of my ex-girlfriends or something. They're just just huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, they are just impressive. They're a very impressive team. I think it's I'm just take Eagles nine. Just not think about it. Sebi? Yep. I know. I'm I'm the same thing. Eagles minus nine. Give me that. They're gonna spank the commanders. Um Sam House spin move in the pocket's not gonna work for him again this week <laughs> as a Against Buffalo, so he's gonna have to figure out a different move. Spank him, bad Sam. We that should be that should be like a drinking game or something. If you watch, if you're a Commanders fan, like drink every time Sam Howell does a spin move in the pocket, (laughs) you'd be you'd be gone. You'd be gone. (laughs) Plastered by the end of the day. (laughs) By the end of like the first quarter, bro. (laughs) Every time he drops back, spin move. (laughs) I don't know why he does this thing. It's a thing. He's going to trademark it. I like it. <laughs> Eagles minus nine. Yeah. No brainer. Can't discuss No brainer. Can't away. think about it. Casino's not win this day. No, sir. No, sir. Next up on the <laughs> docket, we got the Bengals and the Titans. The Bengals are not the home team. It's in Tennessee. However, they are getting a two and a half point spread. The Titans have been very Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. They sucked week one, then they recovered and were good week two, then they sucked again week three. So you'd think that week four, they're going to be, you know, Hyde again, and they're going to be good. Bengals right now are dealing with Joe being pretty limited with that calf. They're just getting the ball out fast. They're being super safe with their offense. Obviously, that worked against the Rams. Will it work against the Titans? You would think you would think it would, because I mean, we we both think the Rams are pretty good, and we yeah. I mean, so two and a half. I am. This is because I do like Mike Variable as a coach. I feel like he's he's kind of reminds me. We talked about the talked about the Steelers, and we talked about the so and the Ravens being teams that just kind of they just grind out ugly wins because they have these head coaches that are veteran coaches or good coaches. I like Mike Variable. I think he's a good coach. I think the Titans are kind of one of those teams or have been where they just kind of grind out ugly wins. And you just kind of like, have they won this week? What? Like, and it was ugly. It didn't yeah. look good at all. You didn't want to watch that game, but they somehow won. I could kind of see them doing that here. But I can't do it. Not with two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. It's, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I tried to you talk myself into it. I tried. It, you tried, but you know what? I think it's a good. I think it's a good choice. If if you put money on it, you again, I think 
I go Bengals minus two and a half as well. No brainer. Can't think about it. Ryan Tannehill, bad. You know, he's he's bad. Um, I think we've given him enough years of like maybe he'll get better. <laughs> it's over. Will Levis has to start at some point this season. Um, Titans are losing to bad teams. Um, Titans, Titans are Titans are bad. Titans are bad. Bengals, Bengals minus two and a half. Uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals end up, I think, coming out this game and start clicking everything. I know his calf is hurting, but gets another week of rest after a game. Um, more time to heal. Bengals minus two and a half. Yeah, the Titans last week. Ryan Tannehill, 13 for 25 for 104 yards. 104 yards. Five times. That was That was terrible. I mean, you'll think I think they'll rebound just because of the coaching. Like that's the only thing that's giving me pause here. I do like Fable as a coach, and although I think they're kind of devoid of talent right now, he still is going to get them some wins just on his coaching talent alone. But not against the Bengals. That's I just can't do it. Can do it. Can win with them. Can play with them. Can coach them. <laughs> just can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. All right. Next up. You're going first on this one, Giuseppe. We got the ooh, this is perfect too that you're going first because we got the Raiders, Raider Nation, baby. Raiders. <laughs> the, the Chargers, Chargers are the home team, and they're also getting a minus five on this one. Obviously, we don't know about Mr. Uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy. He's in concussion protocol, like I predicted. Not exactly, but. Sort of. Chargers coming off that big win. Seppi, your thoughts? Chargers coming off the big win. Justin Herbert looked great. Mike Williams out for the season. Keenan Allen looked awesome. Keenan might get hurt at some point in the season. That's kind of how Keenan's season goes, but hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully he keeps playing. Um, Jimmy out. I go, I, mean, I, think, uh, I think I'm leaning Chargers minus five. Um, sadly, I think it's going to be a blowout. Hard secondary is awful. Um, our only highlight in our defense is Max Crosby, and he's getting doubled all the time. So he's not being able to make too much of an impact. I think Justin Herbert's going to have all the time in the world. Um, he's going to make just march us down the field, march them down the, the Chargers down the field. I think. I think Austin Eckler's probably going to come back with our luck. He's going to come back this week. Um, and he's going to have a fabulous week. Like nothing ever happened. So I'm going to go Chargers minus five. All right. So be taken, doing the smart thing, you know, over the team yeah. loyalty. You know, you got to, you're still going to be rooting for the Raiders, of course. But yeah, oh, I think, want them to you know, win. Hopefully, so hopefully he's wrong. He's my brain. <laughs> well, usually, so even last week, I bet on the Steelers. You can't be sad two ways. You can't bet on your own team and lose the game anyways, you know? So I sometimes bet on the other team and probably knowing that that other team might win. But if I, if my team, if the Raiders win, great. I'm happy. I lost my bet, whatever. But if I bet on the Raiders and I lose my bet and my team loses, double sad. So I got to bet the charge. <laughs> smart, smart. Yeah, that is that would be... Yeah, definitely. Because you got that gambler's low, 
That's right. Not the gambler's high. The gambler's low of losing. The, and then your team lives. Yeah, you're going to. Emmy's probably going to be double. like. Emmy probably wouldn't even let you bet on do that because yeah. the double the double it's whammy like, of the gambler's low like, plus but, your team low. Yeah. She's going to be like, don't ever do that again. <laughs> He'll, yeah, I'm just going to be wandering around. <laughs> like you're gonna be like on the couch just splayed out like i'm not gonna bed tonight <laughs> i'm just gonna lay here in my depression <laughs> she's gonna like drag you like pull you across the floor yeah. to the bedroom yeah, <laughs> yeah smart enough I- i'm leaning to go your way here chargers nice win last week finally got on the board i think this is going to be a close game though well I guess Maybe Hoyer, Hoyer in the backfield, Hoyer the destroyer in the backfield. If they they better start Aiden O'Connell. They better not start like if they start Brian Hoyer this week. The like the Raiders are officially the dumbest team to ever. They already are, bro. They already are. They're going to start Brian Hoyer. Like why would you not get some experience? Josh Aiden O'Connell. Why would good. why hey. would we kick a field goal? Why would we kick a field goal? Why would we just go for a touchdown? Why did he kick a they're the Raiders. They're the Raiders, and they they're gonna make every wrong decision because Mark Davis is our owner. And have you seen that guy? <laughs> <laughs> you think he would change his haircut by now? I mean, bro, he you think he, he has, loves it? I guess he doesn't have any money, but I don't know. You think he changes haircut? Just shave it off, bro. He's taking out he's, he's taking out loans against the Raiders so he can pay for stuff. You know? <laughs> I don't know. He's just got yeah, a loan like a razor to shave his head. He'd be better bald. He'd be gross bald. It'd be like a weird naked old baby bald, but like it'd be better. Bald. I feel like he'd look actually look okay bald. I don't know if he would. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know what he's got now. What he's got now looks better. It's, it's a tough look. <laughs> I think I guess I, I got to jump in with you on this one. With the uncertainty about Jimmy, I just can't. If Jimmy was in the game, I'm taking the Raiders. Here at minus five, I think they would stay competitive. Jimmy's one of those guys that he stays in games. He's got that dog in him. He's got that. He's got that dog in him. He's got that Zach in. Wilson dog in him. Not really. That uh, handsome right. dog. In him. On the Chargers with you. <laughs> All right. Next up on the docket, we got the Patriots and the Cowboys. Cowboys are at home, and they are minus six and a half on this one. They are coming off across, or they are coming off that pretty disappointing loss to the Cardinals. Luckily, I had the Cardinals on the spread. I thought 12 and a half was too big, based on what I've seen from the Cardinals, because I like Dobbs, and that team is playing hard. So yeah. they they did more than cover. They won the freaking game. Unfortunately, Giuseppe did lose Why? Part, nice parlay he had, where he had the money four line for the play. four leg parlay. Money line, money line, Cowboys. How do they lose? Moneyline Cowboys. That's pretty that's pretty awful. Cowboys are home. Patriots have been just mediocre this year. They have a decent defense, keeps them in keeps them in some games. You know, they kept the Eagles at bay, kept stayed in that game a little bit. They did get, I think, SmackDown pretty good this last week. Oh no, they they won. They won against the Jets, but it's the Jets with Zach Wilson at quarterback. So can't really take away too much from that. Minus six and a half. You would think the Cowboys would have a nice bounce back. Not be surprised. They are a pretty good team overall. I and it's hard to underestimate Bill because Bill historically covers spreads because yeah. they're the Patriots are just one of those teams, just like we talked about with the Steelers and the Ravens. 
veteran coaches who just stay in games. They just grind out these ugly wins. Like he is right up in there in that echelon of coaches. I would not be surprised at all if the Cowboys only win this game by a few points for some odd reason because the Patriots do some weird stuff. But I am I I think the Cowboys are going to come out firing. I'm taking actually the six and a half on the Cowboys to cover this time. I think people are going to be thinking like, oh, they did so bad against the 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 Cardinals. Like, there's no way they do well again. Like, they're gonna, you know, I feel like the people are thinking that way, and I'm thinking the opposite. I still think they're a really damn good team. I think maybe that Trayvon Diggs news just kind of hit him a little hard that week. Got him out. Got him in a funk, maybe. Maybe got him in a funk. Yeah, didn't know how to play. Didn't know how to feel. <laughs> they were grieving. They were grieving all week, and then they had to play. Grieving their loss. Yeah, how could you be ready to play a game like that, you know? It's like losing your cat, you know? You're just going to be out that week. It's going to be a sad week. So you're taking the Cowboys minus six and a half? I think Dallas minus six and a half. I'm I think the Patriots can hang for long. Same. I know. I, I think the Patriots against the Dallas Cowboys defense that kind of got ran on by the Cardinals isn't going to get ran on by the Patriots with Mac Jones not being as mobile. Um, I think the Dallas defense is going to try to step up. And Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott cannot play as awful as he did last week. I also think Dallas minus six and a half. Yeah, they had some some red zone opportunities that they missed, awful. I believe. My it was gosh, surprising. So many. So, you know, when Dak, you have weapons, when you got Tony Pollard and CeeDee Lamb, I mean... And he was just overthrowing people. It wasn't even he wasn't even leaving it in the vicinity of anybody. But out of the two quarterbacks, I do think Dak Jones or Dak Prescott is better than Max Jones. Dak Jones, I never heard of him. Dak Jones, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They could combine and make another mediocre quarterback, Dak Jones. <laughs> it's Jerry's son. That's probably Jerry. Jerry should have another son and name him Dak because he loves him so much. I'm Dak Jones. <laughs> and then Mac Jones should adopt his <laughs> the son after after he passes. <laughs> oh man, you got this all planned out. <laughs> Dak Jones, baby. You heard it here first, guys. Dak Jones, future NFL middle of the road quarterback. <laughs> middle of the road quarterback. Not yet. Keeps hanging worse, on. worse than average, yeah. He'll be under Eli at the end of his career. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm glad you're going first on this next one because I'm still I don't know if I'm going to double quadruple down on my Cardinals covering because I've bet them the yeah. last three weeks and they've all they've covered. So we've got the Niners at home minus 14 over the Cardinals. Yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> minus 14. Oh, man. There oh, my go. gosh. This is tough. <laughs> This one is tough. Uh, minus 14 is a huge spread. And it has to be, right? Because the Niners are going to kill the Cardinals. I think the Niners are going to maybe maybe like the Cowboys. And I was disillusioned last week by thinking the same thing. But I think the Niners' defense is the best defense in the NFL. I think their offense and the way they run their offense is almost – it's just – Dink and dunk and yards after catch and 
it's hard to stop. It's hard to stop. And I don't think the Cardinals are going to find the answer for it either. Um, but I also don't think that they're going to be able to run as much. The Cowboys defense is great, but I feel like the Niners defense, you got Bosa and Warner flying around and Dobbs is going to try to get out of the pocket. Dobbs is going to try to hit, use his legs and, and run. But I do think the Niners are going to, going to, are going to win this game pretty, pretty easily. But the line is 14. The line minus 14. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> That's oh the biggest line goodness. of the year. Biggest line of the year. Biggest line of the year. Um, the thing is, that line, they're covering minus 14 against the past teams. The Niners played the Giants, and they beat them 30-12. to 12. They played the Rams, lost, and they beat them 30-23, to 23, but beat the Steelers 30-7 to 7 as well. The Niners have scored 30 points in the last three games. Exactly 30 points in the last three games. And I think they're going to do it for a fourth time. And I don't think the Arizona Cardinals are going to get anywhere close to 14 points. I think. Give me the San Francisco night, the 49ers minus 14 against the Cardinals. I know it's a huge spread. But I do think there it's going to be really tough for the Cardinals to score on the Niners at home in Levi Stadium. Give me San Francisco. All right, Giuseppe takes the Niners. I'm uh, I'm deep in thought on this one. Might be one. This might be the second hardest pick for me of the night. Fourteen is huge. I guess I will not be betting on this game. Here's a, here's well, my thought. <laughs> Here's my thought. The Cardinals have been impressive, I'd say, as far as what, like the expectation of the Cardinals, they're the worst team in the NFL. That was the expectation going in here. Obviously, they've played multiple close games. Their first two games were very close. They covered. Then they had this big win against the Cowboys, and they won convincingly. I mean, 28 to 16. I mean, that's that's a good win. And they were ahead most of the game. It wasn't like some fluke. So obviously they're good. Like they're something. They've got, you know, Dobbs. I watch Dobbs and I see an NFL quarterback. I see a guy who knows, like, is stable in the pocket, is not, like, for example, here's a great example. So I watching Dobbs last week and then I watched Kenny Pickett. And Kenny Pickett, I see, would panic the moment the pocket showed any signs of weakness. He panicked and would, like, try to spin move out or whatever. And it was every play, it was just this consistent panic the moment anything goes wrong in the pocket. And I saw Dobbs and he, like he handled, he handled it well. He moved. Now I like to watch a quarterback and how they move and how they are. Are they aware of defenders where they can just move right, move left, shift around just to like, it's those little movements that are really the important ones. And that, that calmness in the pocket. And I do see that out of Dobbs. Now, obviously they have not faced a defense like the Niners. And I still think people are going to be thinking Niners are the, best team ever and the Cardinals oh yeah whatever fluky wins blah 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 I'm gonna take the Cardinals to cover the spread I think the Niners drop 30 again but I think the Cardinals drop like what do they need to cover like 16 to 18 or something like that 16 18 right? yeah. they got like 16 points they cover right yeah it pushes it wouldn't win but it, it pushes yeah so you, they I'm gonna quadruple 16. down on the Cardinals, baby. I'm riding them. Got to ride them. Plus 14. I'm taking them, baby. 
You know, Cardinals might become my new favorite NFL team just because of like I believed in yeah, them. Yeah, put a feature on them. I believed in them from the beginning. Everyone doubted them, and I said no. Cardinals are okay, and they are okay. So maybe did I'll have my Josh Dobbs jersey at the end of the year. Did you actually see this? Joshua Dobbs went into like a place just to get a jersey, and I think it was their team store, and they didn't have a Dobbs jersey. Like you couldn't buy one. He had to he had to create one, like customize a jersey <laughs> oh, <laughs> for himself for himself to buy one. <laughs> Bro, that that is yeah, like hilarious. That's humility right there. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. You're starting starting quarterback. That's crazy. I mean, they have some good starters too. James Conner has has always been a solid running back. Marquise Brown is is a good number one. Like Rondell Moore is a great weapon. Like they got some talent on there. You know, they're not all bad. So four weeks in a row, baby. Come on, Cardinals. All right, we got Actually, two Brian, games left. Two games left here. I'm going first on this one. We have the Chiefs and the Jets. The Chiefs are minus eight and a half over the Jets. Jets are the home team, though, which shouldn't be too much of a travel. Kansas City. Taylor Swift is in appearance. Say it again. Taylor Swift is going to be there. (laughs) I hate that. I hate when Hollywood (laughs) and NFL mix. I just, I hate it, dude. Like, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but I hate it when these players date like Hollywood people. It just ugh. Keep, keep the Swifties away. Swifties to Taylor Swift stuff. Do you agree? Disagree? I uh, I mean, I mean, they do what they want, you know. Like, do I mean Russell Wilson with who's his wife Sierra? I get like you are Taylor super. Swift, yeah, she's not Taylor Swift. I mean, no one's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is the megastar, you know. So if I'm Travis, I mean, do what you want, <laughs> you know. Like yeah, I'm not no, gonna course, country. Yeah. I, I just. <laughs> but but I, but I get the I get I get the fan base that it brings. I get or I get the amount of I get the publicity and the the eyes that it brings is kind of annoying at times because it takes away from the game um but i i mean how often does it work out too right jessica simpson tony romo how did that work out not good usually not usually never works out how good has he been since he married ciara he's trash he went downhill (laughs) i don't yeah that's true he had some kids though True. I'm not sure. How, hopefully, yeah, I mean, as a player though, he's sucking. I mean, Brady and Giselle, obviously that one worked out. Until it didn't. Until it didn't. Until it didn't. Team, so team Brady on that one. She, got, she got in the way. She got in the way. Yeah. <laughs> why, why do you think she divorced him? She would never satisfy him the way football would. <laughs> <laughs> Damn straight, damn straight. Straight, straight and to the point. He loved mad that like he was probably more in love with football than her. The the thing was he probably wasn't. She was. <laughs> probably like late night. Like hey Tom, like come on, like let's get frisky, you know. And he's like, no, nah, I got I got film to watch. So come on, we haven't like, like, done it in like a week. He's like, oh, too bad, I got to prepare. I'm sure like in in bed when they're together, I'm sure she's telling them like. 
different scores of games that he's won, like just so you <laughs> like mid. Remember the tuck rule, Tom? Remember the tuck? <laughs> we came back. Oh three. Oh, it was so good. He's like, yeah, tell me more. What other Super Bowls did I win? Whisper it. Oh, whisper yeah, like... it. <laughs> <laughs> Did he had a role play as like <laughs> different himself? <laughs> He's himself and. <laughs> can you put on this? Can you put on my jersey? <laughs> Oh man, if only to be a fly on the wall in there. <laughs> oh man, that would be interesting to see what that's the, what I two two iconic people in their fields. Wonder what's what gets down down beneath the sheets, you know. <laughs> she's probably you know she probably when they when things weren't going well, she was probably like they're doing it right and she's like, Oh yeah, that Eagles loss where you got you got strip sacked at yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, I'm done, get off me. What was the play called? The the Philly special. She'd probably just say that and he'd immediately turn off. <laughs> Philly special. <laughs> but I'm going to bed. Get off me. We're done. It's like, oh, is it he'd go up to her. Oh, you want to do something tonight? She'd just say Philly special and he'd storm out the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Love you, Tom. Come back and play for the Jets, my guy. Come back he, he might. He might. He owns the Raiders, but. He might. He might come back and play the Jets. The Jets signed Trevor like Simeon. I think he'll be starting nice? soon. <laughs> <laughs> they, I think I think he'll be starting by not this week, but next week. They just got to get him up to speed. It's yeah. going to get a long time to get him up to speed. Zach Wilson's awful. He's gonna, all right. He's going to be Chiefs, a, yeah. Jets, minus eight and a half. Obviously, Chiefs had a nice win against the Bears. Obviously, Zach Wilson will be starting again. Kind of feeling like I got to take the spread here. It's it's large. Jets have a good defense. They're at home. But Zach Wilson is just god awful. He's oh. so. He's probably gonna throw a pick six at some point. <sighs> Obviously, the Chiefs are all healthy. Kelsey's back. Chris Jones is back. I feel like it'd be just dumb. It'd be dumb to take the Jets here. I see no... There's nothing... I I can't think of anything that would make me think that they would be competitive in this game other than their defense. Maybe if they hurt Mahomes or something. Yeah, I'll take the Chiefs. Minus eight and a half. I feel like it'd be dumb not to. Giuseppe, what about you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Chiefs are way better than the Jets minus eight and a half is spitting in the face of the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> I think they blow that spread out, you know, like I think it's not even close. Even Aaron Rodgers is saying the the Jets are bad. Like they need to figure out, make a trade. You cannot have Zach Wilson in the back. I mean, who's the other Mike White is might be still there. I'm not sure. No, um, they stupidly, and I said this at the time, I think they, they either let him go or they traded him to the Dolphins? He's on the Dolphins, I believe. That's nice for him. I, I'm thinking, like, I thought it was, like, I guess when you had Aaron Rodgers, you're probably thinking, like, okay, cool, like, He's we'll only need Zach Wilson in, like, emergency situations. <laughs> like, whatever. But, yeah. like, I don't know. 
I don't know what they saw in him to even be a backup. I guess they thought he'd be all right as a backup, but That's, yeah, I'm gonna go Chiefs minus eight and a half Sunday night football. They're gonna, oh, that's gonna, be they're gonna yeah, Sunday night. That's gonna be rough for Zach. Yep, Jets Jets on in MetLife on the main stage. I think he Zach Wilson probably gets pulled out from this game. I would not be surprised. They just throw in like they throw in Simeon anyway. Like you only know five plays, but you're gonna be better than this guy, so just, they might. just get, the, get the hell out there. I think they're gonna get blown out early, and that might be that might be what happens. I'm tempted to try to trade for Brees Hall in fantasy because I I think he's legitimately insanely good, and if they just got like an adequate quarterback in there, like he could go off. This would probably be the time to trade for him. Yeah, you you got him in our league. I might. I'm not sure. I'd have to look. Okay. Well, you know, there's an offer on the table. Right? You know? Willing to give him to you. <laughs> give you Khalil Herbert. No. A little bit more than that. <laughs> Khalil Herbert and Jacoby Myers. Maybe. Yeah? Yeah, I like Jacoby if he's not getting concussed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. All right, last one. You get to go first on this one. Seahawks Giants. Giants are the home team, but Seattle is getting the favorite here at minus one. So pretty much like a pick 'em. Giants at home, minus Seattle minus one. What are you thinking? Yeah. Um, Giants at home. Saquon questionable. Um, if Saquon doesn't play, it's an easy pick for Seattle. Um, at least in my eyes, I think that Seattle offense with Geno Smith is a lot better than Daniel Jones, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett's in Jigba. Um, Kenneth Walker's running well. Um, I think their defense isn't fantastic, but it's going to hold the Giants, you know, especially without a Saquon Barkley. Now, if Saquon comes in, I think this um, – if Saquon comes in, this might get, this game might go even instead of Seattle minus one. Um, but at this moment, I'm going to take Seattle minus one. I, I really think with even maybe even with Saquon, I think Seattle still wins this game. I think Pete Carroll come into MetLife. Wait, is this MetLife again? Yeah, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's at yeah, it's at New York. Um, they're going to come in and. DK and Tyler Lockett, and they're just going to air it out against the Giants defense that is not playing well against anybody. They allowed 40 points in week one, 31 or 28, and then 30. Um, and they got killed against the Niners defense. They looked awful against them. Um, and they just let Daniel Jones just get smacked around. I don't know. They, it doesn't seem like the Giants want Daniel Jones. It doesn't seem like they are even looking to win games at the moment. Seattle, minus one. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, big day. So we're actually going to disagree on this one. I'm taking the Giants here. They had a uh, kind of like a mini a mini buy, if you will, because they played on Thursday. So they got extra, they're getting extra rest time, extra study time <clears throat> against the Seahawks. I think they're one of those teams right now that people are really low on just in general because they've had a rough start to the year. I think they're still a good team. 
I think they're still like a playoff contending team. As crazy as that might sound, I believe in the coaching staff there. I believe in the talent on offense. Obviously, not having Saquon has been a pretty big, pretty big deal. You know, obviously they did lose bad to the Niners, but it's the Niners. The Niners are going to kill everyone, so I don't think we could take too much from that game. They're going to, yeah, everyone's going to get destroyed against them. It had a rough start, but I'm still a believer in the Giants. I think they will make a recovery. I think that they have the coaching. I think that they have the talent. So I think it's one of those things where people are really low on them right now, almost too low. And I think we're a little maybe too high on the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are good, too. I like their offense. Like you said, everyone you mentioned, they have a really explosive offense. So that does concern me. But I don't think they're the most consistent team. I think that they're a team that can just have a great week one week and then just put a stinker the next week. They're not a team that I feel like has consistency. They're a little Jekyll and Hyde-ish. Obviously, they won the beat the Panthers last week, but it's the Panthers. I think the Panthers are awful to be honest, so I don't think that's a big win. They beat the Rams, which I thought was a pretty important, pretty impressive win, and I think they lost to the Lions? Which No, they beat the Lions in overtime. They, they lost to... Oh, they won. Okay, you're right. And they beat they the Lions, the which is an impressive win, and then they beat the Panthers. Yeah. Lost to the... They lost to the Rams? Yeah, they lost did. to the Rams. Yeah. Hmm. I like them. I really do. But I just think the Giants right now are they are going to be in prime time again. They've got the extra study time, extra rest time. I think they, they play their best game of the season. And I think that they come out on top in this game. Hopefully. Oh, nice. There it wins. is. There it is. Our spread picks. So pretty much our disagreements, we have one, two, three. Four, five disagreements total. We disagree on Bills-Dolphins. I'm taking the Bills. We disagree on Ravens-Browns. We disagree on Steelers-Texans. Disagree on Niners-Cardinals. And then finally that Seahawks-Giants game. So we do have a a fair bit of disagreement there. Uh, We'll see who comes out on top this week. You know, I'm looking to get another dub. Feeling good, feeling spry. I think I might put some money down this time. Maybe take that even Rams. Okay, let's let's talk parlays right now. So, based on the spreads we know now, if you had to take a three-team parlay, your three favorites in here, you got to parlay them. What do you what do you what are you choosing? My three favorites. Three favorites. I would take I would take the Rams. Even, um, I, I think I would take Philadelphia against the Commanders, even though it's a high line, minus nine. <clears throat> and I would debate. Oof, it's between that Chiefs line at minus eight and a half. Or the Jacksonville line at minus three. Or the Chargers line at minus five. I think the Chargers are going to kill the Raiders. Wouldn't it suck, though, if you lost your parlay right off the bat? Like you woke up to the 
like the, the jaguars morning, yeah. not covering you're like yeah. well there goes my day <laughs> <laughs> immediately but nice thing is then you can recoup reevaluate and then add more into the later games <laughs> and that's the gambler mindset <laughs> so jaguars rams eagles would be your three-team parlay i think so or the chargers swapping out the jags okay here's what here's what i'm thinking i'm thinking rams i'm thinking the vikings line looks nice i really do think they're going to come out explosive and this is the Panthers. yeah that's true that that is a that is a that is a good one yeah the panthers is that yeah i kind of skipped over that one quickly yeah that's that's a good one i like those two the third one for me is tough there's part of me that wants to be real ballsy and take that giant i'm for some reason i'm feeling good about that giants one (laughs) I, I, i can't explain it I just I feel like they've I feel don't like they're gonna come out and really like, it's a Monday well. game. I don't know. Don't put that in parlay. It's a Monday game. It's a Monday game. You'd have to wait to don't do that. That's true. I think you parlay that on its own, maybe with a Sunday night if you'd like, but I don't know. That's a tough don't, like, how much could I if I if I went Vikings Rams, just a two team parlay, put in a hundred, how much do you think I could get out of that? Like one thirty, one forty, something like that? Um it will depend on like different places um, and different different um, books, um, but I'm not sure. You probably yeah maybe like one if you put in a hundred bucks on. You said who? So I'm taking the Vikings at minus four and the Rams at the even. Wonder what I'd get. In that kind of bet, I think if I had to do a third team, if I'm forced to do a three-team parlay, if you did it with just two teams and you put in a hundred dollars, you would win back three hundred and sixty-four dollars. Which so you just for those two? Yep, just for those This line in my my sportsbook it says minus four and a half for the Vikings and. And just for those two, if you then sprinkle on the Giants, it's my line is plus one and a half, which that means the bets are going for the Seahawks. Um, and you put a hundred dollars for all of that, do you make you win seven hundred dollars? Wow, oh, that is tempting. I don't like the four and a half though for the Vikings. I like the four. Four and a half is four is yeah, four is nice and since I. I wouldn't bet on the Giants, but you do whatever you like. <laughs> Dude, I would be it's so risky, but God, that feels so good if I won that one. Yeah, I like I like going Vikings Rams though. I'm trying to Vikings, think if there's a Rams. better a better third team in here. I mean, I, I think you're. I like the Eagles. Eagles isn't a bad one to take. Eagles, I think they're going to kill them. They're in Philadelphia well, too. And I think the Chargers minus five is going to be high, higher than five. Oh, that's true, especially if Jimmy doesn't play, and I, I imagine he won't. Yeah. I imagine he won't. I mean, that might be it. The play minus five Chargers, Rams, and the Vikings. How after, much would after you after that the one? Five hundred. I might. If you did those three. I'm thinking about having you do it, and I'll I'll Venmo you, of course, if I, if I lose. 
I'll, I'll think about it. I actually have a couple of days to think about it. Well, I guess because the lines could change, though. That's the problem. If I guess if Jimmy gets yeah. ruled out, then that's a problem. How early do you usually put in your lines? Do you put them in, like, now, or do you put them... It depends. It depends. It depends. Sometimes I bet a little earlier. Sometimes I bet later in the week, right before the games. Lines change. Sometimes they change in your favor. Sometimes they don't. Hmm. Would you do that? Would you consider, like, how much would you put down on that three? Would you... I wonder if I just made yeah, it just I might, I might, Yeah, I might do that. those three. Um, it's sad that I'm betting against my team. Um, but $30 for Vikings, Rams, Chargers spreads. For, let's say, for $30, you win 204. So 174, 174. Huh. Okay, I might I might have you potentially do that for me, and I'll Venmo you. You're kind of like the man. <laughs> your bookie, now. <laughs> your bookie, your bookie in between the bookie. <sighs> All right, I'll definitely be giving it some thought. I definitely want to put something down because I have been doing yeah. pretty well. So I feel like you know, as long as I'm smart about it and I'm picking, just doing get right hot teams that I. I'm confident in. I mean, what the heck, right? Yeah, keep riding. Yeah, Seven hundred bucks. I'd probably put that all in my trading account. Honestly, that'd be nice. And double it. That's the that's the risk though. If you like, you keep going. Well, I, what I would probably if, okay. If I here's here's my tell me if you agree with this idea. So let's say like I do, I put it down a hundred. Let's say I win the seven hundred or something because whatever. I would probably still only bet like maybe a hundred a week. I would just take a hundred from that and I would do the same thing. I do another three team. The next week, like I would never bet more than a hundred. Even if I'm making more, I would try to just only bet a hundred in hopes that if I hit, you know, half the weeks or even less than that, I'd still come out on top. Do you do you agree, disagree with that strategy? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Um, I guess at the end of the day, it all depends on how many units you're rolling with. You know, um, some people will bet maybe a lot more than that, depending on. It's just it's just the unit there that they that they do, you know, it's just it's just what it's just what they're betting. Some people will bet only five to ten dollars, some people will bet twenty to fifty, some people bet a hundred, some people bet a couple thousand, you know, or a couple hundred, you never know. Um I like the uh, sticking around there, but sometimes you're feeling it. You gotta you gotta just uh ride the wave. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm thinking the smart move the smart move for me as i'm just kind of getting into this again i'm thinking i should do like the 30 maybe like the 30 bucks to win 174 on those three i feel like that's like yeah. 30 bucks your, it's not a big deal kind of get like my feet dinner. wet what do you think about that i like i like that idea that's probably what i will end up betting around that as well um just something to keep the game in, interesting, entertaining. Um, they already always are, but to give you that little, little skin in the game, you know, always nice. <laughs> could I, yeah, I could I have you, lock, could I actually have you lock that in for me right now, potentially? Lock. Sure, I'll lock that in right now, but it's a minus four and a half for the Viking. <sighs> I don't like that. Ugh. Okay, tell me this, though. Are any of the other lines different? No, it's the same. Rams so even Chargers minus five, line, right? Yeah, and you yeah. said the Giants line's different too, right? And the Giants plus one and a half, so it's more of a favor for the Giants. But everything else is the same. Yeah. 
Okay. Let me actually let me give me give me a night to sleep on it. Obviously, I'm we're I'm gonna work with you tomorrow, so I'll probably yeah. make my decision at some point tomorrow on okay. which three. But don't do it yet. But let's yeah. When I'm talking, I'll I like to sleep on it a night. See if my feelings change at all tomorrow, and I'll I'll put in a bet tomorrow. It's all happening, right. folks. We're gambling, baby. I love it. <laughs> Freaking love gambling. Okay, that's probably should be saying on the pod. <laughs> Proper risk management, guys. That's always important. As I I talk about, you know, my YouTube trading channel. Risk management. If you ever have a problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Key. I've lost a lot of money because I didn't risk manage people. Risk management. (sighs) I'm actually up on my trading account a few hundred dollars because I've been managing my risk, whereas before I would just just use all in. Yes, I would essentially go all in. (laughs) <laughs> I learned. I've learned. I've studied a lot since then. Um, risk management is the most important thing in trading or gambling, guys. Never risk more than you can lose. Always make sure that you're minimizing that downside at all costs. And just have fun. Have have a good time. Yeah. 30 what bucks. About- I'm not going to lose, you know, sleep over 30 bucks. So that was one thing I learned early on in trading, too, is like if I, if I couldn't sleep that night, then I knew I had risked too much money. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, I got to scale back. Oh, I can sleep. OK, cool. That's a good amount. It's not interfering mm-hmm. yeah. with like sleep. Yeah. So that's 30 bucks won't interfere with my sleep. So I think I'm yeah. I think I'm cool with that. Although that's winning 700. That sounds nice, though, man. I can do this will be nice. That's the thing. That's the thing, man. If that bet hits, are you going to be kicking yourself? <sighs> that's true. Oh, well, I'll be happy with my 134, baby. Exactly. You never can be too great. To, maybe I take the Giants with that one. With the 30, because I'm I'm kind of feeling it, dude. I don't know what it is, but I'm they're underrated, they're undervalued, people hating on them. I think they're a freaking I squad. I don't know, but anyway, yeah. We'll, we'll talk more tomorrow. Seppi, thanks for coming on the show, and yeah, of man, course, getting these freaking NFL spreads, which we love. And I definitely want to have actually I want to have your bro on at some point as well to go head to head against him. Be cool. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. Looking forward to Sunday now. Yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, Again, thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. I know I have not been doing a lot of health and crypto content because I've just been so busy working, but I try to at least get this sports pod in every week. But there will be future pods coming out in the future when I uh, have more time to do so. So I got some cool things coming up with my. Working on my calf injury and working on some nutritional changes, which I'll explain more in future podcasts. Guys, as always, thanks for listening, and I'll see you, well, I'll hear you, I guess, on the next one.